So the identity matrix is actually not the only concept we discovered in that last example. When we took A times B and B times A and got the same thing, I, there's a special name for the matrices A and B. When you have two matrices, and they have to be square, when you multiply in either order and you get the identity, they're called inverses of each other. A and B are inverses. Now, these inverse matrices are very important because they're going to provide the final step we need in this section to be able to solve systems of equations. Now, inverse matrices are square, and they're just any two matrices that multiply together and give, as a result, the identity matrix of the same dimension. Now, we would like to be able to use a different notation for A and B. So we can say B equals A inverse. Now, this does not mean 1 over A. It also doesn't mean negative 1 times A. It's actually just notation to mean A inverse, the inverse of matrix A. Now, similarly, we don't have to say that B equals A inverse alone. We could also say A equals E inverse, the inverse of B. And when we write it using that notation, A inverse times A, that would be representing, of above here, B times A. Or we could also write the A first, and then the A inverse. And that also, we know, equals the identity matrix I. So we have some notation here. A inverse times A equals A times A inverse equals I. Now, it may seem very obvious to you, but it's very important that we write this out because very soon we're going to be using A inverse and it's not going to be as obvious uh, what it's doing. So please try to remember A inverse A equals A inverse equals I, providing we do have an inverse matrix to begin with. Not all square matrices have inverses. For example, This matrix, let's call it C, has no inverse. Now, in order to prove that to you, I'm going to need to, some, need to use some techniques from the next section. So I can't very well prove this to you. You're just going to have to take my word for it, and then I'll show you in the next section why that's true. But I just want you to understand that not every matrix has an inverse, which understandably is going to cause some problems for us later on and then we'll have to learn how to interpret that result so C has no inverse when a matrix has no inverse it is called a singular matrix a matrix without an inverse is called singular a matrix with an inverse therefore is called non-singular so A and B over here in the next section we'll learn how to find the inverses of non-singular matrices but for now we're just going to work with some inverses